one, two, three. I'm not even going to play the rest of the song. We're back. B3 is here. We're live at Red Bones Grill and excited to do so. I got the the man. We're traveling tonight. Todd just finished an order of wings. Deco just got some. I'm excited. This this is the best. Every the Wednesday nights when we can have the coaches show, but it, but it also ends up being the best meal of the week because I don't have to cook it. Well, we got there like a kind of a teriyaki or we got we got a uh, we got a bourbon sriracha and we've got a chili a sweet chili oh, I like we, uh, we like to refer to mike's wing selection as the mazengill selection i got you here he goes <laughs> already already start up hey we're glad to be back birdie's bourbon and basketball is back for who knows how long but hopefully for quite a while i got a lot of things planned heck i've already got shows planned for june so we're gonna we're gonna take off here in the middle of basketball season Deco and I talked doing Barry Girls broadcast. How are we going to restart the show? What are we going to talk about? And it wrote itself. That Todd, the Todd <laughs> father, now the pod father, sports editor of the Washington Times Herald, has already laid a golden gem at our feet. He said he nearly had sex with Mark Grace's Okay, I didn't Beyonce. use the sex word. I said I nearly got with. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I took that one step further. So Got with. So, for you youngsters out there, Mark Grace, former first baseman for the Chicago Cubs. Many and years. And then went to the Arizona Diamondbacks. Uh, I believe he was an MVP, or he was at least in the MVP running a couple of years. And he was... Um, a fiance of his was Janine Turner. Of Northern Exposure. Of Northern Exposure, one of my all-time favorite shows. And... Todd, I'm just going to let you run with it. Uh, how right. did you, I'm using air quotes, Deco, get with Janine Turner? All right, here's the deal. you got to remember this. Back in the day, I was a pretty good-looking guy. Time out. I'm going okay. to stop you right there. <laughs> Three seconds in. We're two minutes and seven seconds into the show. Deco's when he told this story him. when Coach Thompson, who, who has just taken off, was eating his dinner, Coach was, was, was down over his sandwich, and, and he did the deal where he, he still had the sandwich, but he did the eye, eye look-up move. Yeah, got you. And let's just say I don't think Coach Thompson believes what you're saying either. But okay, carry, carry on. He started to tell the story. We're like, nope, stop, stop. We'll yeah. save this for the pod. My dad and I were at Wrigley Field okay. for one of those sun-splashed fall days where the long shadows go across the field. Beautiful day at the friendly conference. In September, okay. you know, because uh, we know it wasn't in October back then. <laughs> Nevertheless, I am sitting in about the second row. My dad and I, which is where they bring you the drinks. Okay. You know, not everywhere in Wrigley Field back in the day, back in the early 90s, did they bring you the drinks. Right. Well, you know, not, you had to sit, not the normal people. You had to sit, you had to go and, you know, get your old style, uh, you know, the old-fashioned way. Yeah. So I'm sitting there, and I'm just getting loaded. Okay? okay. And there is an attractive woman sitting exactly behind me. Got you. One, not even a, not a row behind me, just a seat behind me, wearing the world's cheapest Cubs hat. You know, the trucker style, nylon, foam, whole nine yards. Gotcha. So I kept turning around and staring at her and staring at her. And then I... Uh, Crowds I, are starting to gather here at Redbone's well, Grill listening to the People are giggling in your face, Todd. <laughs> That's fine. They're not laughing with you. They're laughing at you, but okay, carry on. So here's the deal. So I'm ordering margaritas. Okay. Two at a time. All right. So I fire a margarita back at her. 
And I kept saying, don't I know you from somewhere? Did we go to Purdue together? You know, were we hanging out at, at the Fidelt house? What was going on? And, you know, I think, I think she thought I was harmless. Yeah. Which, you know, I don't know if I was or not at that time. But um, I think we're finding out the answer to that isn't a definitive no. What ended up happening was, so I'm sitting and I, I mean, I'm, a, I'm almost harassing her. They nearly needed to call security. Almost. Almost. <laughs> almost, yeah. And what I figured out at that point was she kept talking about this story with Sylvester. Okay. And Sylvester this and Sylvester that, which turns out to be Stallone. Okay. Started in that movie where they uh, were cliffhanging. Cliffhanging. Cliffhangers cliff or something. Cliffhangers like yeah. or something. Well, I finally asked her. I said, is, is she wanted to go to Sluggers with me after the game. I was going to ditch my dad. And, and then I realized, oh, wait a minute. This is Janine Turner from Northern Exposure because she had a Northern Exposure, like, um, a satin jacket. You know, those those nice kind that they give That's kind of cocky. Yeah, the production I jacket. Her, really? I asked her if she wanted to go, you know, want to go to Sluggers. A little bit uh, thirsty probably on her part, right, Nico? I mean. She said no. Okay. And then yeah. I, we figured out who the hell she was. Right. And she didn't go to Purdue with me. And no. I didn't know her at the Fidelt house. Would you have liked to? Uh, I think back in the day, you know, which we're, you know, we're talking 10 years even before this happened in the early 90s. Yeah, I think I'd have had a shot. You got I'm no just throwing shot. it out there. Like, what? I'm throwing it out there. What leads you to believe you had a shot? A league of their own. <laughs> you are in a league of your own, pal. <laughs> and so is this podcast. Hey, we, get, we took a break. We gave everybody a chance to start their own podcast. Nobody did, so we're back. And we are uh, continue to be sponsored by, and very proud to say so, by Travis Brett and Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. If you're looking for one agent that will handle all the stuff that will help you sleep at night knowing your family is protected, call 812-295-3129. See the team at 304 JFK Avenue in Lagodi, or contact them through their Facebook page. Travis Brett and Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. Well, I'm not so- only that, but you look, you talk about Travis Brett, and I'm looking at tables here and tables there. I, I think he's the sponsor not only here, he's he, he's a regular. He's a he's a uh, a Country Oaks regular. He's my insurance agent. He's a, the insurance agent of people around here. And now you know what he is. He's the former record holder of the most three point baskets made in a Blue Chip Conference basketball game. Is that right? That's right. He was the record holder. He was the record holder. And Caden Graber said, "I will take an Uzi to your record." And this was prior to him trying out for the Pacers. Correct. Oh my God. Or the reason he tried out for the Pacers. Yeah. The well, his grandma is- told him, "Hey." The ugliness doesn't end. Well, we're back, and uh, listen, the idea of this, were you just like you walked into a sports bar, dropped in on three guys talking sports and entertainment and whatever else comes to our mind, and that is basically what we are off and running doing. And, Deco, we got to hurry because why, Todd? What, what do you have to get on? the Bruins and the Canadians are the, on. The on Bruins, Hulu. Canadian, which I'm sure it's a point or a, a goal and a half one way or the other, it's the line Bruins on that. have got 11 wins right now. The Canadians okay. have got seven. Is that good or bad? How many have they played? Uh, well, they, Bruins are just coming off COVID. Um, COVID precautions. Are they letting people in the games? Yes, everybody comes in. I it's, saw it's, some Canada stuff, it's like and being it was at a Barry Junior High game. Everybody's welcome. Okay, well, all right, I can I can deal with that. Deco, you brought up last night's action. WC um, hosted the Vikings at the Birdcage. Caden Graver put on a show, missing missing his first two, and then went on a real run. Yeah, went on a real run, no doubt about it. And uh, you know, talking to Darren Wiltshire in here before, uh, you know, we got underway and. And, and he was just saying, you know, I, 
you get on a little losing streak and it does suck and yet and everybody wants this or that and and you want to you know point the finger and look at this he said but man I, when I was in high school I would have loved to have played Bloomington South Terre Haute South Castle and uh, last night was a perfect time for the Vikings to uh, get the WC get whole a little bit play a bunch of kids have everybody feel better about themselves and uh, you know it Caden Graber like you said he ended up uh, 12 of 15 from the field total, 34 points, 10 of those being three-point baskets. But the kid missed his first two shots. Right. And, yep. then, and then he went on a roll. Yeah. Uh, let's, and I'll tell you this much, too. And I told uh, Deco earlier, that was not the birdcage three-point record because uh, Haman Khan of Evansville Day School had 10 in 16 there. Haman Khan. He ended up playing for USI a little bit. Okay. He was a shooter. but And the greatest headline I've ever written Came from that game. Do you know what it was? He can do it. No. Oh. The wrath of Khan. Ah, look at you. I'm, I'm glad you're proud of that. I, I got very little else other than Janine <laughs> Turner. And just and, one final little thing. And hockey. That. Well, Why to be fair, you did not get Janine Turner. I almost no. got her. No, you didn't. Okay, well, that's still up for debate. <laughs> final thing is what? <laughs> Why would that cheap-ass Mark Grace give her one of those little foam trucker hats she could have had any kind of fantastic Cubs hat, gear, jersey, whatever it was. And there she was wearing the foam $3 truck. See, Cubs I question, hat. though, her thirst in wearing the Northern Exposure jacket. I do that. And I also want to defend my first baseman. Mark Grace? Mark Grace is a known um, substance abuser. He's okay. had issues. Rehab, jail stints, you name it. He was no Rafi Palmero. Well, Rafael liked Coke and steroids. Okay, just go. I mean, you know, is it a thing? But no, but I'm saying maybe Mark Grace wasn't always in sound mind, of sound mind. She was an was attractive happening. gal. Okay. Right. She was an attractive Mark gal. Grace, one of the few MLB players I've ever known, I'm sure there was more, especially back in the day, that actually smoked Marlboro Reds in the dugout during the game. So. I used to go, a, a buddy of mine who I'm supposed to call tonight, in fact, I haven't talked to him for years. He lives in Ohio. Big Cubs fan. We went. Every, we worked in the same place, had Wednesdays off. We went to Wrigley every Wednesday for one season that they played at home. And when they didn't, we went up to um, we went to White Sox games. We would go from Lafayette to right. Chicago, about two-hour drive. Sure. And I'll tell you what, we you really got into the rhythm of Wrigleyville. Yeah. You know, you figured out where to park, you figured out where to eat, you figured out how to do it on an inexpensive, on an, but you got to be uh, what the hell was his name? Uh, Wahoo, um, out in center field. Ronnie oh, Woo-Woo? Ronnie Woo-Woo. Ron, Ronnie yeah. Woo-Woo, well, yeah. Myself I mean, and Nick Weininger have a great Ronnie Woo-Woo story. Jeff Doyle. Nevertheless, I mean, you know, but we were around the ballpark for a whole season. And if I had half a brain, I would have recorded every bit of that. Uh, I would have put it in a diary somewhere and just said, you know what? This is something. Cubs Woo? Cubs Woo? I, Cubs I mean, woo? It, it just it was a great environment. It was, um, it was a Maddox time. It was uh, Mike Morgan time. You know, Sandberg, uh, the Hawk. Andre and, of Nelson. course, my personal favorite, because he was kind of built like me, uh, Hector Villanueva <laughs> behind the plate. I watch Hector Villanueva hit bombs in a batting practice at St. Louis one time, and it was a sight to behold. I thought we had, like, Yogi Berra part two. Caught one. I caught one of his um, his batting practice balls, you know, at, at Wrigley. Um, and, and, like I said, he kind of looked like me at the time. So, I uh, – I wonder if he had a shot with Janine Turner, too, at that point. 
I, they, I, I there's a decent chance that a lot of them did. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Sounds that way. But uh, you know, I'll tell you what's nice. It's nice that as we bring this podcast back, we are talking about one of the wonderments in sports, and that is baseball. And what's going to happen with baseball this year? What do you mean? Uh, are they going to have it? Are oh, they're going to have it. Yeah, have I've, it. you don't think two. they're that stupid? I'm, I'm, no, a, I'm, I'm, that stupid. I'm a labor agreement nerd. Are you? Just, yeah. And, 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 you, and you realize that when they did go on, it's, not, it's a lockout, I suppose. They wanted to get through the holidays, Christmas, New Year's, and basically I read today that they're going to make a, uh, I think it's the owners, we're going to make a, a kind of a tentative proposal to the players where, hey, if, if this is the worst case scenario, at least we're back, we can make moves. Kind of a tentative agreement, we'll work out the fine details and, and uh, yeah, I, I, I would say within a couple of weeks we're, we're good to go. Well, again. I'll tell you what I hope, so. you know what I'll tell you today, it was just thumbing through my phone between the TikTok videos of Miley Cyrus. Um, and I come across the uh, Game 6 and Game 7 of the 75 World Series, which okay. to Red Sox and Reds fans, right. which uh, most people forget the Red Sox actually won that three games to four. Yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> but as a 10 or 11-year-old kid at that time, that was truly the, the, the focus of my life, watching those games in 75. You know, I was, I was a true baseball fan as a kid. And uh, you look at the Hall of Famers and Cincinnati side. Oh, my gosh, yeah. The, nearly the entire lineup. And then you look at Fisk, Teon, Bill Lee, Rico Petroselli, Carl Yastrzemski, Freddie Lynn, Jim Rice, who didn't play in that series because he was injured. But I didn't know that. Uh, no, they put Yastrzemski out in left field, and they brought Cecil Cooper in to play first. Oh. Um, but, I mean, it was just, just. You know, the power of that 75 Reds team, too. I was seven years old and, and didn't probably didn't see a, a Reds game all year. And it goes bench, Concepcion, or bench, uh, who would have been at first? Perez. Perez. Andreessen. Morgan, Concepcion, Rose, and I don't know, Foster. I think in the 75 series, Dan Dreesen. Okay. Was the first baseman because they were able to use the DH with Tony Perez. Perez, all right. Came up big. So then their outfield would have been what, Parker? Dave Parker at the time, no, right? No, no, not Dave Parker. Um, it would have been George Foster in left, uh, Cesar Geronimo in center, in center, and then um, Ken Griffey probably in, in right. Yeah, maybe. Anyway, the power of that, that Reds team. Fun is, fact. Lay it on me. Johnny Bench's grandma lived and died. In Spurgeon, Indiana, I've Pike County. That. I've heard you've told this story there you go. before. Yeah, and, that's and that I, right. There you I go. think I even checked it out. Yep. And, and yeah, I mean. And 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 my my ex, mainly my exposure when I think when you mentioned that World Series is Joe Garagiola's because they got that package that they go through every game. I don't know if it was on this week in baseball or where where I would have seen that, but I can still because I remember. Uh, uh, Foster, I believe, made a diving catch. And they're like, watch his body take a bad bounce. Oh, my God. There were so many. There was one Dwight Evans made in right field uh, throwing out for a double play in the uh, in the 11th inning of, of game six. Uh, there was Freddie Lynn going down into the Bernie Carbo home run. And then, I, I mean, it was just – and then the – and if Mark Holt is listening, the Ed Ambrister backing into Fisk, causing Fisk to overthrow second. Should have yeah. been interference. It wasn't. But uh, I'm not going to fight that battle. It was almost 50 years ago. Oh, really? You're, you're not going to fight it? I'm not <laughs> that, fight that battle. Go to, can you, you go to replay? Thank you for that. In 2022? You know. 
Well, you know, I this just, is I do love the baseball. We one. wanted this this feeling of of walking up on three guys in a in a bar talking sports, and I've got tons of notes in front of me on Bar Eve Lagodi, North Davis, and we're talking about the 1975 World Series. You want me? To, That's how it works. You want me to start off the Bar Eve Lagodi thing? Sure. Okay. Who's ever playing best on Saturday night of the sectional wins the sectional. Okay, because we know we know that that Caden Graver could can could go for eight or ten three pointers. We know Hagen could take over a game. We know North Davies could keep a game under forty points and, and make fifteen of seventeen free throws. We know the Bledsoe kid can all of that is doesn't matter. It matters what kind of draw you have. Which, by the way, will be Shoals and WC on the Liberty side. <laughs> no. It always is. As I've said a million times, what you're trying to elude that this isn't a random draw. I don't know, but but Orleans and uh, Bar Reeve and North Davies will all be on the other side. But it comes down to the draw and who's playing best for those 32 minutes, because there's not a lick of difference between. I mean, there's differences between the sure. teams. But that's what it's going to come down to. You talked about Nico mentioned it on the on the on the Josh Thompson show that preceded us here at Redbone's Grill. And I, I, I'm on record saying that last three minutes of that basketball game is as good a sports. I don't care if it's high school, college, professional. I don't care what sport. The last three minutes of that basketball game between Barry and Lagodi was as good as sports gets. And especially the last 51, minute. 51-50. Yeah, you, you, where everybody's got to make plays, and everybody did. And and I think you can argue, and you, and you sent it to me, Brino, right after the right after the game. You know, Coach Thompson and Toby Madison and, and, and the guys, they, they drew up a perfect play. It was absolutely perfect. It was perfect. And, uh, you know, I think the clock started ticking in the Vikings' heads and and, uh, and Peyton Bledsoe was, was there to make a play. But, but the Vikings essentially, if the ball was caught cleanly, would have had a shot at the rim yeah. to win the game. Yeah, and, and listen, you feel bad for the kid. I mean, he, he, Nick was there. You know, it just happens. You drop the ball. You know, it, it happens. I don't think when we first watched it, it was quite as wide open as what, because Bledsoe was coming in hard. So, you know, that's up for debate. But either way, just a fantastic basketball game and, and a great play. He drew up, taking Hagen one way and then going back the other. I just know that um, during the Vikings' unprecedented four-game losing streak. It wasn't North Knox, South Knox, uh, Orleans, you know, and and somebody, WRV. Right. It was against some pretty tremendous basketball talent. And the season starts Friday, period. Yeah, yeah, I talked to some friends in Batesville. My buddy Chip Jamerson up in Bloomington is big into Illinois high school sports. And they can't believe that the world is ending because we've <laughs> lost four games in a row. I mean, that's unheard of anywhere that that's a story. Well, and that was one of the things we talked to Josh about on the coaches' show is a lot of these teams that we and, – and, and, and Josh, when he got here, he, he, he tried to, to build the schedule. And, hey, I, and that was a, not a Josh philosophy. That, that, that's a Steve Brett, Ron McBride philosophy that they had at Bloomfield back in the day is, you know, Bloomfield was so close, you know, kind of – splitting the difference between Terre Haute and, and, and Bloomington. In a lot of years, you're playing in a regional with 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 those teams, and, hey, we're going to play them in the season. And and when Josh was in high school, he told the story. I I think his junior year, they played both Bloomington teams, both Terre Haute teams, and and I think they were, you know, 12-8 and eight or something and, and ended up going to the state championship game. So the Vikings have beefed their schedule up. Yes. But part two of that is – 
is a lot of the teams <laughs> we added last year just before the, the state the tournament run said, yeah, we'll play you. We want a two-year contract. Right. So you're getting the back end of that as yeah. well. So uh, Which, a couple of things, but, but hey, the Vikings. Here's another little, little tidbit. It's not a tidbit. It's a Todd bit. Hey, can I get another drink? Uh, can I get another drink? Uh, Jack and <laughs> I'm sorry. We're just listening to the interaction here. <laughs> Um, Welcome to the Birdies Bourbon and Basketball Podcast. Anybody who sleeps on Bloomfield this year is nuts. I'm, I will sleep. I will sleep. I'm glad you said that. I will sleep on Bloomfield because every single year I hear how good Bloomfield is. And two or three years ago, they were ranked seventh in the state, and they didn't have anybody that could dribble the ball up the floor. Now, I'm not saying that's the case this year, but uh, I will sleep on um, them until they change my mind. All right, there we have Brian. Brian Emmons will be sleeping. Was that your regional. weekly hot take? Yes. I guess it wouldn't be regional. That's some state, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, it would be. Um, well, I'll tell you what, if you're sleeping on Bloomfield. Uh, I'm sleeping on Bloomfield. At some estate, go right ahead. And listen, you know, uh, the Indiana State Sycamores in 79 proved Billy Packer wrong. Bloomfield, have at it. I'm not rooting against you. I'm just saying I've, I've bought into Bloomfield before, and um, they're 11-1. and one. They, they go up against uh, Linton Stockton. Yeah, but you got to remember this. South Knox Neft. I'm going to – here's a hot take for you. I'll take South Knox in that game. Okay, well, well – <laughs> Okay, we'll see. Next I'm going to just say this. The only reason that Indiana State did anything that year was because of uh, uh, Mix, the uh, Carl. Carl. Carl Nix. Carl Nix. Did you, did you just say that out loud? No, I just <laughs> kidding. Wasn't it bird kid? It's for public consumption. Okay. I'll tell you what. I was just kidding. Steve Reed hitting the half-court shot against New Mexico State to keep the streak alive. Mm-hmm. Well, there we have it. That's. I mean, I, I, I don't think – We've now- I, I, I don't think that I think that anything we say about that about that sectional at this point is just BS um, because it's going to come down to the hot hand. If Peyton Bledsoe has thirty five points, Lagodi wins that probably. You know, I mean, if and like I said, if if North Davies makes seventeen out of fifteen out of seventeen free throws, which they could, you know. Okay, sitting right here today, who's playing the best basketball? You think? I think you can't argue with number one. Okay. I, I say Lagodi's playing the best basketball. I, I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure it's not Lagodi. And the thing that surprises me about North Davis, and you two have probably seen him play more than I have, thank you, is, and, and I know everybody's wondering, why isn't Brian on drinking Maker's Mark? Cindy met me at the door and said, I'm sorry where the Maker's Mark comes in tomorrow. So. <laughs> you know what I've been doing? And if you want to shift gears real hard here, Mike, into something that I know. I was in a basketball flow, and you're going to sm- – Blow it out of the water, what's the as greatest, always. What's the greatest with, thing in the with, world? With a 45-second diatribe that nobody cares about, but go ahead. <laughs> okay, I'm going to talk about Yellowstone. Okay, never mind. Now we're, okay, now I, we're I'm talking. all ears. Okay, I'm all ears. My whole point is I've been, drinking, I've been drinking the bullet bourbon. My brother likes bullet. I, I, and it's strictly become a Yellowstone thing. It's also why, you know, I've got a $2,800. I wish I could be manly that. like those people and just like pour it neat in a glass <laughs> and not be a big Oh, we're not supposed to say that word. <laughs> um, Mike was told he can't say two words on the podcast. Um, Bourbon? Not no, not be. Well, that, that, that's for off the air. Yeah, not be a big sissy and drink it with diet coke. But um, I'm okay for right now. Um, but but yeah, we'll we'll talk about Yellowstone. We'll have a whole Yellowstone episode. Could, That'd be fine. I'm in. Me. I've got theories. I've got ideas. Mike Sorry, is, Mike is the guy. I don't think you were the guy that got me into it. But I was real quick. I think I helped you accelerate. Yes. Uh, and next thing I know, I mean, I'm throwing the credit card out left and right, getting all kind of channels 
so I could finish seeing Yellowstone. Yeah, it's but, it's, um, it's really really good, my friend uh, Wendy Meyer in Batesville, Indiana, will that will listen to this because the time that I went on you know, on the podcast and went on a complete and utter rant about Aaron Garrett, the coach at Batesville, she called me and said, "Hey, I heard the podcast, so I know she'll listen to this." Well, but I'll tell you what, that has been my happy thought. Um, was why and, and I don't think it's great acting. Co- Calm down. I, I don't think it's great. Calm okay, first down. First of all, Kevin Costner's in it. Shut up. You're you're ridiculous. Okay. Kevin Costner. He's as the I've done my research. Show. He is in decade number six of being an equestrian expert. Okay, that's and fine. You, oh, sh- he can ride a horse. What do you mean? Here's what I'm going to say. The best part of him in um, <laughs> oh, what is the, the best part? Of the him? best part of the movie, um, you know, with uh, Jeff Goldblum and uh, the Fly. No, not the fly. Um, where they're the college buddies hanging out together. Uh, uh, can you edit this tomorrow? <laughs> the, the college, they're, they're all college friends hanging out from the University of Michigan. The Big Chill? The Big Chill. The best, that was Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner was in The Big Chill? He was the dead guy. Ew. They cut him out of it completely other than it. his, you know, other than shooting him from the neck down in the casket. Okay. Matthew McConaughey was in Unsolved Mysteries. He was good we, in that. He got shot in the stomach and he died. He didn't have a line. Nevertheless. Wait, quit being an elitist. Your, your act is worn thin. I love Beth Dutton. Okay. Okay. I'm back. See, now I win. I'm, I'm back in. The best, the best thing I've heard on a television show maybe ever is when she said, I'm intermittent fasting, and John looked at her and said, what does that mean? And she said, I have coffee and cigarettes till noon. I eat what the fuck I want till 6 when I start drinking. That's the greatest thing I've ever heard. I mean, she's she's the last badass in in the world. Yeah, you know, I she could have played De Niro's part in um, uh, the one about Al Capone in um, which uh, also had Kevin Costner in it, where he takes the bat to his buddy at, at yeah. She could have done that. Kevin caught my. I, I listen. I I have to. I'm a golf geek. You know, Tin Cup's my favorite Kevin Costner role. Um, anyway, back to what, what the hell were we talking about? Basketball, or basketball, whatever. Uh, we're talking about Bloomfield. How much I love them. Um, who's playing the best basketball right now? Is North Davis scoring enough points to beat Barry Lagodi? Is North Davis scoring enough points to do what they do? Okay. Well, in the words of Bill Belichick, do your job. Gotcha. That that's a great point. I I think there is an. I'll meet your wing. Okay, go ahead. I, I Todd, think just for the record, Todd's already had an order. I yeah. did, but not a full order like he had. That was big. Well, it's called dinner, Todd. But no, I, 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 I've, I've talked to somebody who I trust more than anybody in the world about basketball, and the one concern that they had about North Davies was, you know, do they have enough firepower, or do they utilize their firepower enough to beat really good teams like Bar even North Davies or Bar even Lagodi on back to back nights, and. Having worked for Coach Dalrymple and been in the system and done, you know, I th- I think this is the way that he's comfortable playing. They're never going to turn the ball over with Jalen Mullen as the point guard. Right. They're almost always going to take good shots. And but I think the, the person who was talking to me about this, who, I, like I said, I trust more than anybody, said, you know, it, 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 it's 38 to 34 with three minutes left in the game. You're in a regular bonus situation, and they're forced to foul, and we missed a front end, and Bar-Ever Lagodi makes a three. 
and now it's 38 to 37. Yeah. And there's two minutes and 45 seconds left, and now we've got a situation. Right. And, right. you know, is, is that a real legitimate concern? I don't know. But, but it's somebody who's not connected to anybody who said, you know, that's something to keep an eye on. Yeah. I'll say this. One time, Dalrymple said one time to me, Brent Dalrymple, the player, would have hated playing for Brent Dalrymple, the coach. Really? Yeah. Interesting. But, um, I mean, I'm just saying to you that, that um, until, until somebody knocks them off who's not Fort Wayne Blackhawk, yeah. you've you got to lean in their direction. Well, and, and, and that's where I, I, I will say, you know, defending my friend, Brent Dalrymple, a little bit, when he has had the horses and the talent to play this way, He's been pretty freaking successful. And, you know, he doesn't have the Golden Goose, a state finals appearance or a state championship. You know, I think that's a matter of talent and time. I really do. Right. But um, it's the way he's comfortable playing. And when he has enough horses to play this way, they are, they are hard to beat. It's and the I, next 10 days. Well, and, and I haven't. I've watched them eh, a moderate amount. But I'm, I guess those times when I flipped it on late, I'm, I'm shocked at looking at the score. I'm shocked when you, you look at the number one team in the state and they got 14 points at halftime. And, and that's, However, if their opponent has 12, that's okay. And, th and that's one thing that we, we have done is, is we're uh, – the media class is doing this uh, project right now that we're working on. We're trying to come up with the five greatest games in Bar-Eve history. And uh, one of them that's on the list that's got a lot of traction – is the 2010 sectional championship game where, where Bar-Eve and Willie Helms hit a last-second shot. And uh, it's 30-28. to 28, But but I think most Bar-Eve fans in the area will say, you know, we were, we were 10, 15, 20 points better than North Davies that year. And we thought we could speed them up and we could do this and we could do that. And the next thing you know, you're in a 28-28 dogfight yeah. praying to get the ball back. And um, – you know, I, I, I just, I, it, I, I think that's what makes Indiana high school basketball great. Is everybody has a different style. Everybody has a, uh, there, there's something unique that everybody does, and 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 that's the way that they play. That's the way he's comfortable playing and coaching. And uh, dude just picked up a career win 300, and those people are uncommon. And he's going to win a lot more games. Yep. So I, I, I say this much too, as far as. Um, any of that goes. Teams, about your media classes, and I voted. I voted. Uh, I shared who I, what I thought was the best game. People tend to gravitate to the most recent stuff. Yeah, there's going to be a recency bias. Two, there, there's a bias. And we could talk about this after a couple commercials, but two or three, two out of three of my votes were barring losses because the games were just incredible for one reason or another. Well, I don't know if it was the 26-24 double overtime loss to Lagoda. That was one of my votes. That, that was one of my votes. You know, that was oh, let me let me do this real quick. Talking about Odin for great Mexican food. Odin, go to 100 Northwest Street to Casa Sevilla tacos, burritos, all your Mexican favorites and a large mem menu to find whatever you're hungry for. And you can celebrate your team's victory, drown your sorrows, many turnovers, uninspired defense, poor shooting, whatever's going on <laughs> with a great big frozen margarita and that award-winning tequila. Don't forget, Casa Sevilla can, can cater your large gatherings or events. You can dine in, carry out. Call 
2000, the house with flavor, Casa Sevilla, and you know we are sponsored by Travis Bratton, Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. They offer home, life, farm, crop, business, renter's insurance that will protect all Hoosier families. Call 812-295-3129 or look them up on their social media. And the last time I was at Casa Sevilla, not to cut you off there, Todd, but with our mutual friend John Mullen after some uh, Bobcat Classic games and, and – uh, uh, what a great post-game spot, and 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 the the food was excellent. The service was top-notch. The uh, atmosphere was great, and you had a bunch of you had some Vikings in there. You had some Cougars. I think you had some Lions, and and uh, oh my, yeah, oh my, oh my, <laughs> and uh, yeah, enjoyed it, and 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 I was just a great location at Odin. Casa Sevilla Margarita away from Janine Turner. Had it been the Casa Sevilla Margarita, I might have. I, I might have got her. Uh, you may be remembering this correctly, but I'm almost going to bet it wasn't margaritas you were drinking at Wrigley Field. It was Mai Tais. No, they were they were the margaritas. Okay. They would bring them right, right down to the second row. Uh, they I've seen some really, really when, strong and, and, and virile people get really messed up at Wrigley Field on those Mai Tais. Bought Mini Minoso a drink at the bar at Slugger's once. Good God. Oh, oh, oh okay. One 1950s reference, and I'm the bad guy. I need to break out my picture of myself and Carrie Wood at the Cubs convention. In Thank the, you, the, please. The, uh, bar. All right, let, let's get to this. Um, right now, you had to give your player of the year. Bledsoe, Nep, Mullen, Graber, or Nante. Or throw, throw another possibility in there. Maybe the, um, maybe the um, kid from Washington uh, who's got 17, 18 points a game right now. Um, I've had a couple of these bourbons here. It is the bourbon podcast. It is the uh, Ray Reister, Logan Reister. I mean, he's okay. right up there, too. I, and, and the reason I didn't list that, matter of fact, I looked up, because I was going to look up some Washington stats, because I haven't seen or really uh, listened to much of uh, the great Dwayne Shake and his call of those games so far this year, but their stats aren't on Max Prep, so I couldn't look it they up. They are so. in the Times-Herald today. Oh, nice. Okay. So, speaking of John Mullen, that's, which, a, uh, that's his thing, his gig. Yeah. Okay. Um, boy, I'm, I'm, I'm about to step in one here, but uh, – I think your most valuable player so far has to be the best player on the number one team, and that's that's Jalen Mullen. He's awfully, and, awfully solid. And and uh, I'll make a hey, prediction. Now, of, of the people on the list, as I step on your toes here, Todd, who's the most important, the most valuable to their team right now? I, I think that's Hagan. No question. And I think we found that the hard way. But uh, now, two weeks from now. When Hagan gets 17, Barry doesn't win. Two weeks from now, if Bar-Eve can find a way past Ligoti on Friday night and find a way past North Davies next Saturday, then, then things change. But the Cougars with just one loss, uh, some good wins. That, that, that Blackhawk game was, was the most North Davies game that I've seen. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're down by six points, and, and you're holding the ball for the last shot of the third quarter, and you go, made three-point basket at the end of the third, made three-point basket to start the fourth, and you're tied. And I can't tell you how many times over the years I've seen that type of swing from Coach Dalrymple's team. Final 30 seconds is of, of every half is, you know, or every quarter even, I think is the most important time in, in, in any game. Yeah. Because that's where, that's where things tend to change. But. Well, but listen, Bledsoe can make an argument that if it oh, comes down to those last few seconds, I'm not so sure I don't want – that Bar-Reeve performance he put on was unbelievable. And that last 
That last play, the last shot he hit, when he goes down to the corner, realizes he didn't have anything, has the wherewithal with that clock ticking to bring it all the way back out, wait for somebody to clear out, and then a kid from the opposite corner nearly flashed, which would have been right in the way, yeah. and he didn't, and then Bledsoe Well, and I think one of the things Peyton did just very, very well right there is, and, and, I, and I don't know, I'd have to ask some of my Ligoti friends to, to find out, but I, I, I think Peyton, when he had Hagen guarding him, I think he almost dribbled not not into a double team, but I think he dribbled to get the switch that he wanted. Mm-hmm. And, and, and Barive, in, in situations like that, when you're switching screens, now you've got the best defender who I, you know, I think Hagen Epp is the best defender in, 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 in southern Indiana. Now it was an automatic switch, and that was something that I think Coach Haywood did a really great job of is when Hagen made that shot, he could have just as easily said timeout and now Barib could say, all right, here's what we're going to do in this situation. They're going to try to get us in this switch. Hagen, you don't switch right, yeah. under any circumstances. But, but, but Coach Haywood, he, he, he rode his big gun and, and trusted Peyton to make the right decision, the right play, and, and, and the kid did it, and he made the shot. And, and for that, Mr. Barib, myself, I'm not Mr. Barib, that's Albert. But, that's Albert. But no, but, but, but hats off because – because he made the right basketball play, he got the situation that he wanted, and he made a tough but shot. But I will say, Hagen waited the the possession before that. He waited till he got the ball moving left yep. across the across the lane like he likes and, and, and left handed. Yeah, and Hagen did the exact same thing. The situ- the the the, the uh, possession before is is waited for the right possibility, the right opening, and and I'd have to go back and look to see if there was a switch. But you know when it's you get the ball back with a minute and you're down one and everybody's like we got to shoot we got to shoot we got to shoot and and that kid I, I think we made a shot with with 17 or 15 and uh, you know I think Coach Thompson and, and and Toby Madison and the guys they they were prepared to you always want to give yourself time to to rebound and to foul and to get into that situation but but they 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 were gonna they were gonna run that clock I'm, down I'm tabling this discussion okay because the truth is. Everything we say from this point on is right. just speculation. You're right. Absolutely. You're right. You're, you're absolutely right. But I, I am glad this conversation came up because I, I can talk about that that last three minutes of that game because, like you said, as mature, you know, one junior, one senior, those two kids were as mature basketball from a basketball IQ point that, that you're ever going to are you, see. Are you and, telling me we didn't see this one coming, though? Well, I mean, and you know what's years. great? It's gonna be it's gonna be good when now we got Jalen jumping in the mix here coming up, and and I I really am anxious to see Jalen versus. And, and and seeing the statistics, and I would have to look, but I think of that list that you just named. Jalen is the shortest player on the list, and I think he's the leading rebounder of everybody on that list. I looked it up. Hagen's averaging eight. Okay, uh, well, okay, Hagen would be ahead of him then, but Jalen was like eight. Four, last eight. time I saw, he was like nineteen seven and seven. And and if we really want to dip into minutia, you got to figure this: North Davies probably takes less shots. Yeah, you're you're playing at a slower pace. There's less possessions. That, that's that's so that's cool. Like but, I said, this but I also like, watched Hagen single-handedly dominate Bloomington South, for example. One, so. one at one point or another, you're going to go out of your mind at this time next week, one way or another. Yeah, you know. But I just think that that they're. Uh, they're all quality high school kids. They're all very good teams. I'm surprised Barry dipped to sixth. I predicted earlier that nobody would dip out of the top five the whole year. Yeah, and that's where I think some people just see the loss and they don't understand the opponent, and 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 that's fine too. And I, I looked at strength of schedule this week, and and you can look on the Herald website, the Sagarin ratings, and and the Vikings. I I, I think as of today, 
I could be wrong. I, I typically am, but uh, pretty much the toughest Class A schedule in the I've state. I've got the Sagarin ratings by sectional here for the Lagodi sectional, and Bar-Eve is 73.01, whatever that means, but that's strength of schedule. The next highest is North Davis at 67, and then Lagodi at 66. So Well, and a, and a lot of that, and I'll not to stop all over you here, but but there's, there's so many Lagodi – uh, opponents, there's so many North Davies opponents that, that you have to play. They're, they're conference opponents. You don't have you a choice right. with, a, with with half your schedule, and it's the other half or the other two thirds that 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 you've really got to you've got to build it up and build it out. And that's where I think, you know, from the Bar Eve perspective, I I, I I hope our strength of schedule uh, does come into play as right. we wind down. But at the same time. Speaking for North Davies and Ligoti, I know there's a heck of a lot of bigger schools out there that I guarantee Coach Dalrymple, I guarantee Coach Haywood has said, hey, you know, what about a game? And they've said, nah, uh, we're, 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 we're cool. We're good. Yeah, we were all over Linton last year for, well, you know, Linton, hey, we need a game. Barry, yeah. come on down. Yep. Crickets. Yeah, we would have played that game at Donut Hill. <laughs> Speaking uh, of Donut Hill, I heard, my, I heard uh, Josh Thompson on his show earlier, I heard him as I was driving over mention, you know, well, you know, I don't care if 10 three-pointers, whether it be – you know, at WC Gym or at Donut Hill, Sam Emmons is going to have something to say about that. Sam Emmons, he, there's double rims at Donut Hill, <laughs> and Sam and Josh will have words in the morning. You know, I, I, I have no knowledge of what happens at Donut Hill. We need Nothing. to take it. Maybe, maybe, maybe we need to take a field trip. Maybe we need to do a live, live I like it. recording I at Donut this. Hill. Hey, while we're talking, all again, sports and trooper team. Sure. Guess we're, we're not going to edit this anymore. It's just whatever we say, we say. So you peek behind the scenes. Is Lagodi stream their games? You know? They are a member of what is called the NFHS network. Okay. And uh, and it's a subscription service, and and they provide. You know, it's a good product, but you're basically paying ten bucks a month. Yeah. And and, and last year when we started the Bari Media. You know, and it, it it was more out of necessity than anything else because so many people just couldn't flat out get in the gym. Sure. And uh, finally, we, we, we got into the huddle camera this year where we've worked through it, and, and we've got the sound, I think, perfected. And, 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 and Brian O, we've, we've talked where beginning next week, your son and Colton Smith are going to begin broadcasting the junior varsity home games, and, and, then, and then we'll have the, uh, the varsity games after that. But uh, – yeah, it's it's a situation, but I will say that tomorrow or Friday night, um, the IHSAA network. Oh, good. good. Will be uh, at Lagodi. It will be a free stream. Nice. So uh, you know, there's going to be a lot of ways to watch and tune in on Friday. I, I was thinking of uh, I don't know who I would get to do it, but I was thinking about maybe a Peyton and Eli type situation where we do a B3 podcast and and watch that game, but maybe not this time, but maybe sometime. Who knows? Yeah. Um. Speaking of, let's shift gears. I did want to ask, what world are we streaming right now? Um, we've, we've had our Yellowstone oh, discussion. God, are we doing anything? This is going to make me sound like the biggest yahoo on this planet. Please be Queer Eye for the straight guy. <laughs> wow. Would I be one of the Queer Eyes or would I be who they, you know? I, I'm, I'm guessing the latter. Okay. You, you're trying to tell me that this is not a look? Oh, no. I'm Listen. When we first were, were doing this podcast and, and we we went on our little hiatus there, the hair was just starting to kind of grow out. The yeah. beard was there. It's really turning into a look now. It's I mean, a look it, now. yeah, it's is it a look there. or a lifestyle? It's it, it's a little of both. Okay, you know, and I'll be promoting my solo band 
my solo thing here shortly. But hey, don't worry no, about we'll, that. We'll get to yeah, that. We'll get to that. Um, I'm streaming The Adventures of Boba Fett on the Star Wars Network. So, Dico, what just, are you streaming? Knock, knock. <laughs> nerd alert. Well, well, and stop. I just, no, stop. I just, just turn his mic up. down. Let me, Thank you. I wish I had a nerd alert. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's a bad I have one. nothing. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you for asking. Since Todd just I blew caused it. the I most blew it. unsubscribe, <laughs> you know, moments at a single time. Uh, thank you, for, Brino, for asking. Yeah. I, I'm going back and I am rewatching Ozark oh. because Ozark season four drops on January 21st. 21st. Now I've got my wife involved and 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 uh, you, you said rewatching. You've re- watched it. Rewatching, yes. Amber has not watched before, but 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 part of the the Ozark appeal is when I started watching Yellowstone. I I, I had a friend and I I said why should I who and they had been hammering me for a year or more. What Yellowstone Yellowstone? Why should I watch Yellowstone? And they yeah. said it's Ozark. Yeah, on a ranch yeah. in Montana, yeah. and I finally I, I know this is. I'm a little militant with my opinions on a lot of things. No, no, yeah, I know. I, yeah, caller me stunned. But I finally tapped out. You know what? They're right. So when Amber said, hey, you know, what's Ozark? I said, well, it's it's Yellowstone in Missouri. <laughs> you know, so, so yeah, I, I'm, I'm re-watching uh, Ozark. About an episode. The Mandalorian the is the other one I just finished today. Stop is it, talking. Is, okay, is it Stop good? talking. Oh, yeah. Mandalorian is better. Um, it's, you know what? It, it's it's kind of Iron Man-ish, which is, shouldn't surprise you because, um, because, um, it's done by John Favreau. Is Bobo Fett that thing that looks like a big worm? No, what's that? That's what's Jabba Boba? the Hutt? Oh, oh my no, God! No, not Jabba the Hutt. It's like Jabba's Boba real Fett fat. is a Mandalorian. Oh. My God, he's a bounty hunter. Okay, what's he that brought thing? in Han Solo? What's the? It's not the big fat thing. It's that's like a Jabba. Skin, no, it's got a real skinny neck and big eyes that stick. Oh, I anyway, don't even want to get into that. Okay, I don't. There's no. racist overtones with that. Oh, there with is. That character. Oh, oh yes. I yeah, there know. was that he was Jamaican, and that didn't go well. Oh, I didn't even know. Yeah. That. I don't know enough about it to even know the racism. Um, I am streaming Succession. I am yeah. I am deep into that right now. Have you watched it? Every bit of it. Yeah, you really? T- Todd's, I, I've not. And, and, I'm two uh, episodes into season I, I, two. We, we, we took a hiatus. Kendall uh, with, Roy, Jamie uh, Dutton. Jamie Dutton. Same guy. Uh, yeah. No, yeah, we, we, we took a hiatus with our, uh, with our HBO subscription, not for any – Reasons other than the fact that, uh, you know, succession is financial. No, yeah, well, we are rich. No, but uh, there just there wasn't a lot of new things dropping that I was interested in. And succession is a lot like Yellowstone, where it's very rare, where where you grow your audience <laughs> over time, and yeah. and that's what succession's done. So oh, it's weird so, I, that show had never even crossed my radar. Oh, yeah. Like I never even heard anything about it. But yeah, it's a great show, and I it's am, very it's very Yellowstone like. It's the same family. I am right dynamics. now. Roman just jerked off to the, the uh, old lady. The lady. Yeah, that's where I'm at. Just so so you know, or anybody out there. Well, you'll find. Spo- that's, sorry for that that's spo- not the, spoiler. That's not the, the last time that happens. So. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. What else? Coaches versus cancer T-shirts. Go to Bar Eve basketball social media page and get those. I think Coach Thompson said they're five bucks, and that will uh, going a long way and into raising money for. Yeah, it's a big game. I'm next, neutral on that. It's a big game next week. And, <laughs> what, and a, what a segue that was from. I, I I'm done with you tonight. <laughs> what have I no, done? No, no, but it's we're 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 forty forty eight hours from now. We'll know how. 
Well, I, I, I think the pic, the picture will become more clear about everybody, how everybody, so. you know, feels about their their team and their season. And uh, yeah, it's, coaches it's, versus cancer is a big deal. It's a good cause. I encourage everybody to order shirts. We, we had to bring the podcast back. There's rumblings. We've we've had people say, "When is this thing coming back?" You know, we love hearing it. And, and it was it was not ugly. To, not was, to pat ourselves on the back, but I, I, we hear it a lot, and it's nice to hear. And we'll do our best to entertain you. But uh, real quick. You've watched a lot of Washington girls this year. Coach Miles, who is one of my favorite people on the planet. I think, I think that when we went to the Hall of Fame, they got a really good look at what really good is. Yeah. And South Bend, Washington didn't have their best Division One player playing. Isn't that, um, which is amazing. What, and, what seven girls? Um, three sisters. and There's and, three sisters with Division One offers. Although somebody yelled at me and said, she can't have a Division One officer, she's a freshman. That's Chad Balangy, and he doesn't know what he's talking about. He doesn't about. know what he's talking about. Nevertheless, um, they're really good. Westfield's really good. Now, they're 4A. Um, you know, I think that Washington's got to be a favorite in that regional. Um, and then you've just, you know, then it's a roll of the dice. It's it's Silver Creek's very good in that regional. But um, I'm predicting you. Silver Creek, Washington final. If that's the way the draw is that goes. at Charlestown again? It's uh, it's about four miles from nowhere. Hey, paging Larry Cochran, <laughs> you have the best gym in the world. Well, Get, they, they have sectional this year. Who cares? Lagodi has the sectional. Guess what else they have? The regional. Get them both. Here's what I get it know. all. Here's Guess what, what Seymour has? Don't get me started on that. We had to play our golf sectional at Bicknell this and the year. regional and the semi-state. Here's what I know. Get the biggest games. In the best gyms, in the best locations. You know what? And, no, Have I want you to shut, I, shut your that. mouth. Shut it. <laughs> I well, had to drive to a 3A regional in volleyball at Charlestown, and anybody that says that that place is centrally located oh. is dead wrong. No, of course it not. It needs to be at the biggest gym in the best location with the best teams and the best hosts. Yes. And just because you have one doesn't mean you can't have the other. And I am, I'm going to say the most anti-Barree thing ever, and that is these big games in the tournament at Lagodi are unbelievable. Why? It's the best Class A gym. It's the best Class A location. It's in the most centrally located spot. Nobody else should have an excuse. We're going to have the sectional. No, they should have it all. Talk to the IHSA. All of it. I, no, no. It starts, Todd. It starts with the homeschool putting sure, the pressure on. I am putting sure the pressure Larry has on. done that and no, because, stop, because talk, stop, they, they've got, got the shut, section for the first shut, time ever. Shut, shut your mouth. Well, that's their own fault. Took, that is somebody else's fault. Nearly 50 minutes for him to shut up. This, Gretchen Miles deserves it. I think so. Period. Oh, yeah. End of story. And, that's, and I say that as somebody, and this, 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 this show we love. Coach Miles, we like what she stands for. We like how, how she treats people. We like how she coaches. And if anybody has deserved a a, 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 a a path through the state tournament on a, a a floor that they are familiar with, it's Gretchen Miles. I'm fine and, with and it. And I'm just telling you, it's criminal anytime there's a boys or a girls basketball tournament event where it could be at the Hatchet House yeah, and it true. ends up in yep. Vincennes or Pike Central. I won't argue Somebody should be put on trial for that. I'm glad I'm we don't I'm, I'm practice done. in hyperbole. I, I, I'm done. Before we finish up with girls real quick, what in the hell, you mentioned Vincent's, what in the world is going on at Vincent's Lane? They're, they're the ones 12 in a row they've right lost. Now. Don't sleep on them. Well, I'm talking boys now. I'm, I, flipped, I did flip gears. 
lost 12 in a row, lost to Pike Central. I know you're, you know, where <laughs> the ultimate Pike Central homer. But yeah. holy cow, what has happened in Vincent? Yeah, I, 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 I'm sorry. Vincent should not lose to Pike Central. Uh, I'm a, you want, okay, I'm going to give it to you right now. How much time we got left? We have a 30 minutes, podcast. 50 minutes, 90 minutes, whatever. Be here in the morning. Here's what it comes down to. You start talking about Star Wars again. We've got one minute left, but go ahead. Way back in the Dark Ages. Right. I was sitting at WC where I watched the entire later Hatchet basketball team as WC kids. Sitting <laughs> sitting underneath, the quote of the night. Sitting under the bleachers there. Each with their Game Boys, Pokemons, Yu-Gi-Ohs. Uh, what were the other big ones back then? Mario Kart. I don't even know what. Whatever. All focused on their Game Boys. This was, I don't know, 2002. Right. <laughs> 2003. That's what's happened to a lot of high school sports. Kids have simply moved on. They, don't, they aren't going to put in the time. They aren't going to put in the effort. It's just not that important. Yeah, I know, but there's Vincent, other things that Vincent should should have. Know, but Vincent's yeah. also also was a school of what 850 kids. Yeah, I know. now they're barely 700. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You know. Anyway, uh, I don't. We don't give a shit really about Vincent's. I just uh, the question where you ask for that matter. Uh, girls programs. Uh, Joey got them five and eleven up at North Davis. They're kind of rebuilding. Same thing. Brian Smith over in Lagodi, one of our uh, friend of the show. He's six and eleven. Um, Lacey Higgins. They've they've taken their lumps, Deco, but they're you know what we're uh, seven well, and and, and 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 that's where I I'll, I'll I'll speak on it for a second. I don't want to compare one with the other in coaches and sports and and uh, you know I think my wife's record on uh, and what she's done in twenty two years it, it stands on its own and they're we're well past volleyball season. But I but I think one of the things that Amber has earned is the right to see people in action and make a judgment. And to say that Amber and uh, Coach Lacey Higgins' philosophies and how they coach are aligned would be an understatement. And, and uh, like, like Amber has told some of her friends, back off, give her time, let her, let her establish what she wants to establish, let her get her system, her coaches, her, you know, everything in place, and we're going to enjoy – a lot of good girls basketball in Montgomery. Yeah, I agree. For, 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 for a, a sustained Because as we know, time. the third grade. That's, that's right. The third grade girls of Bar Reeve are being directed well, by some real Well, I, 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 I'm just a, a, a fly on the wall. But, no, all, all joking aside, I know Jeff Doyle, Toby Madison, Amber DeCourcy, they've had a, they've had a great time and, and playing in the league that Gretchen uh, has put together at Washington. And, uh, you know, hey, it's uh, – it, it, it's early, give it time, give it a shot. And, uh, you know, the people who understand, the people who've won a lot, you know, Josh has won a title, Amber's won titles. Um, th they like what they see. They like the attitude. They like the no-nonsense. That's what you want to hear. Yeah. That's uh, right. Lacey was a center mid and a point guard, and that's all you need to say about yeah, a coach. She, she's a, we're, we're headed in the right direction. Center mid is soccer, Mike. No, we don't care about that. And listen, we, we've – I'm just joking. I'm – I bet on the World Cup last I've, summer. I've watched every play of Barry Girls this year, and, and there's been some rough times, but we're heading the right direction. Their game tonight, as you listen to this, has been postponed. Northeast Dubois, who's ranked number 10. They've got, uh, they've got a lot of ranked opponents coming up, so Barry have got a tough schedule to finish up. Washington, you said, is postponed Friday night. It's the boys. Yep. Oh, the boys. No, they're 
their game with Boonville is postponed, but they will be playing North Mile. That's right. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. When you said that earlier, I was thinking girls because, no. you know, because we can't get the Washington boys coach on the show. When you say Washington, I automatically right. always go to the girls program and one of my favorite coaches in the world. So, so we'll mark that off. So, all right, here we go. As we wrap up on the reboot of uh, Birdie's Bourbon and Basketball, Bar Eve at Lagodi. John Harrell, computer says Lagodi by two. Deco, what's your pick? Bariv turns to the table. Okay. Bariv, 51. Whoa. Lions, 47. That's bold. I'm going to say Lagodi, 49. Bariv, 48. Well, I'm going to say this. Break the tie, Todd Father. Since, since Bariv is like 15 and 1. In Jack Butcher Arena against Lagodi, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the numbers. I'm gonna say Bariv Bariv 52, Lagodi 45. All right, uh, no Washington game. Shackamack at North Davis. Shackamack five and seven, and uh, the prediction is on. yeah. North, we'll have to do the line on this one. Uh, Bar, let's see. North Davis is favored by 22. So, are you going? Uh, I I will take the Cougars and the over, Cougars. Um, because because I, I I think one of the things that's really underrated about this North Davies team is so many people say, oh, they 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 play low scoring games and and I, I I heard this and this was a compliment towards Coach Dalrymple. He likes to keep his hand on the con, you know on the on the controller of the uh, of the video game you know so to speak. Well. Yeah, maybe that is, and he like he does like to control every possession, and he and he wants what he wants, but this Cougar team defensively, they're they're just outstanding. Okay. They are outstanding, and there's going to be a lot of games where they play where the score may end up lower, just simply because the other team is good enough to not turn it over, but not good enough to get a to get a quality shot, and I'm going to take the over. Right, I'm going to take Cougs in the under. I'm going to okay, uh, and uh, only because. 22 is an awful lot of points, and I don't think that they – I just don't think it'll get that far out of hand. So you're taking Shackamack. No, I'm t- – well, no. I'm taking – well, the Cougars in, the betting, in the betting line. Yeah. But, no, it'll be North yeah, Davies yeah, by North Davis going to win. That's a, yeah, okay. So Shackamack, I'm going to take the Cougars to cover. Uh, so the surprise game, uh, Washington at North Knox. You know what? I don't, Washington I don't know won four out of Knox. five. Well, uh, I don't Hatchet's in a close game. Uh, give me the hatchets minus ten. Yeah, I'll, I'll. I'll take the hatchets because they're they've got the better coach. I think if you'd ever come talk to us, we'd know for sure. Saturday's game, uh, hatchets at Jasper, five and five versus nine and two. The prediction is, and let's just go by the line on this one. Jasper minus seventeen. Ooh, ooh that's a lot. I will take the cats to win, but the hatchets to cover. But I I think uh, John Gable at Jasper. Um, who's not one really big at Jasper, but he is a state championship coach from modern day. Uh, I, I, I think I, – I don't know what the people in Dubois County think. You've got an excellent coach there. They, they think this. Basketball? That's probably right. <laughs> uh, Jasper by nine. Okay, so you're taking the hatchets, and I will take uh, – I'll take Jazz. Nah, I'll take Washington. I don't think they'll get beat by that many. All right. Well, like I said, I do want to say this. Mine was not the betting line. Right. So much as who'll win and by how many. I got you. Sure. All right. Anything else, guys? 
Uh, let me see. We went over Boba Fett. Boba Fett and um, uh, Dave Concepcion. <coughs> Mark Grace, Janine Turner. Janine Turner. I wonder if she ever. Just Am I allowed to punch a co-host on air? <laughs> would, Is that I, upon? I would appreciate at some point, it. I, at some point, I imagine she has walked downstairs in her silk robe, and just shook her head and said, "What did I miss out on?" Well, I'm looking for at coffee it. in the morning. I watched you eat those wings a little bit ago. <laughs> I'm, I'm directly across from you. I think there may be a video of that for and you. And if around. that doesn't turn a woman on, I don't. I don't know, know what will. <laughs> All right, for the return. Of the B3 podcast, we are back. Maybe better than ever. Maybe we'll not. We'll see. Maybe not. We'll be back very soon. Probably weekly. Hell, maybe more than Who that. Who knows? Who knows? Talk to you later. So long, Brino's mom. Tommy Lynn sells guilty. <laughs> <laughs>